Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, our Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, is out with the in-laws doing a trade deal. Good luck. One of the stumbling blocks, the Indian government, in return for trade concessions, wants easier and more visa access to the UK for students and employees of Indian companies. Define companies. Well, Grant Thornton, uh, the uh, consultancy firm, has actually had a go in the UK, and I link to their report here in the e-letter this morning. Um, in the UK, they tell us Indian-owned companies, uh, the number of them is up from 900 uh, last year to 954 this year, well, which I suppose is a bit of an increase. The combined turnover of Indian-owned companies is up from 19 billion in 2014 to 50.5 billion in 2023 so they're very profitable and top indian owned companies employ around a hundred thousand people um over the last 10 years i've done that so and just so you know the nhs employs 44,785 people born in india the second largest group in our workforce and enough to staff two hospitals the size of manchester royal infirmary these are big numbers a very important part of our national life and economy, and you can see why Rishi needs a deal. Indian politicians know it and will make it all relative, so to speak. And good luck to you all. The Home Office have other ideas for reasons you will not need me to explain. They don't want more visas. They've targets to think about. To get around the problem, they'll try to make a side deal. Well, the Home Office are fooling themselves. Trade and immigration are not Sunak's only problem. Speaking about waiting for NHS treatment in January, he said, quote, lists will fall and people will get the care they need more quickly. Uh, well, he never said how much they fall by and uh, how quickly. And anyway, they're not. If NHS England have told him they will, they're fooling themselves. Do we really know? How many people are on the waiting list and for what? How many people have died waiting? How many people have died as a result of waiting? How many have got better because some conditions are self-limiting whilst waiting? How many said stuff it, dug the money out from behind the sofa and gone private? Well, I don't know. What I can tell you is there were 1.6 million patients waiting for a key diagnostic test at the end of uh, June this year, an increase of 37,200 from June last year. But all waiting is up. And in a Health Watch survey, over 80% of people said they'd tried alternative routes for help after failing to get a referral from a GP, including moving GPs, contacting a hospital directly or pitching up at a &E. It's an interesting survey and I linked to it this morning. Gatekeeping is starting to look like border control. We're back to our old friend, failure demand. The amount of extra work created by failing to get the job done right in the first place. Being on an NHS waiting list is worse than being a Ryanair passenger during an air traffic blip. No one can tell you what's going on. NHS England say, quote, if you're waiting for a hospital appointment or treatment, you can use the My Planned Care website to check the waiting times at your hospital. 
So I gave it a go. I tried a London hospital for a colorectal examination, 21 weeks waiting. Gynecology, 27 weeks. But the whole of this digital endeavor is utterly useless because they can't tell me how long I must wait. Averages in most management frameworks are useless. Long waits are not cancelled by short waits. And as an indeterminate number of people are joining the list all the time, it's a moving average that doesn't help. If you couldn't swim, would you walk across a river that's on average four feet deep? I don't think so. You'd probably drown. Where am I in that tumble dryer of numbers? It's a black hole. The NHS are fooling Rishi, fooling themselves, and they're fooling us. Patients may be referred by GPs for an appointment, but the policy exchange and an excellent report, which I linked to this morning, tell us there's a wait to get on the waiting list. Well, I think we knew this. In some cases, cancer patients have waited a month to hear if they're even on a list. 30 days, that might mean life or death. Patients referred to a consultant ticks the box, but not added to their list, checks out on responsibility. A referral to a consultant is good. Not added to their list is good for no one. A new black hole that doesn't need the Event Horizon Telescope to see. Rishi won't keep his promise until we sort out incomplete referrals and publish monthly data giving managers better pathway monitoring and the ability to tell patients the one thing they want to know. Where am I on the waiting list? Data is a capricious friend and an unfaithful lover. It'll whisper seductive insurances in your ear and follow you to the grave. But it's useless if it can't tell you where you are. The report I linked to this morning is one of the best I've seen for a long time, and it's a cup of builders read. So make yourself a cup of builders and have a read. Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly, and I hope we'll speak again real soon. Bye-bye now.